2: and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset.
0: We are three years into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. How do you guys feel now that it has been three
3: years since the world ended? Ned, how are you doing? Well, um, I think it's tested my sense of humor, to say the least. I still laugh at the darkest side of things, but yeah, it's very aggravating. But, yeah, got to still pl- plug on. Hey, the world's worth saving. Ended it. That's the way i see it. It's well said. Bruce, how are you today? And how do you feel
0: three years into the date since the world ended? Well,
4: I'm healthy and alive. Um, I'm... Uh... You know I was showing pictures that uh you know things are good on the home front, and uh you know for the world ending um things are actually going pretty well here um actually uh, at the local level so you Which know.
3: direction yeah. are we coming to an end or are we staving it off' uh, it uh, off well. we got
0: we've got we've got climate change we've got to worry about now we've got mental health climate mental health we've got to be concerned about now for the next generation mental health
3: I tell you what the health, weather yeah. the weather has been because I told him quite a long time ago, I said, with all this messing around and this climate change thing, and this was years ago, I said, the weather's going to get chaotic because we're messing around and doing everything like that. And being on an island, which Britain is, it's just going to whirl around us because no matter, you're going to get extremes on the mainland and this, and it's just going to get mentally chaotic. And this week, the weather fronts from the warm and the cold hitting and moving, it's, I mean, This morning, woke up, it was raining. It then decided to snow for two and a half hours. Everything was white. And then it went and then it moved again a few degrees. And that's what it's been doing day in, day out. And I'll tell you what, it's been lovely because the weather is what the weather will be. And it's trying to adjust to everything. And it has just reminded me that, yeah, it's so complex and whatever. And it's adjusting all the time. And it's not a bad thing. A bit of rain, a bit of snow. And that's what most, if you went out onto the high street, this is how sad people are. Everything to do with whether it's the vaccines, energy, food, people dying around them, close to them or whatever, they're not moaning about that. They're moaning about the weather. It's pathetic. They should actually moan about things that they could really do something about, you know, and not just give it, Ugh. And then they just carry on in their. Blind little way. It's you know. That's true. That's true. And like
0: I said, Ned, we've got to worry about the next generation, right? The next generation. I, I'm I'm looking forward to today's roundtable because well, I mean, we, we need to start out today with. I suppose we can talk about uh, climate change and what they're concerned about. This is Kamala Harris, who was approached by a young person, right? A young person. Oh yeah, you already know what's coming. By a young person who is who's very concerned about climate mental health.
3: I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about climate mental health. I said, tell me what's going on with your peers. Climate mental health.
0: And she talked, I said, I think I understand that, but unpack it for me. And she talked about how her peers are thinking about it. One
3: example is, you know, whether when they're ready, could they start a family worried about what that would mean? And the stress of it, they were talking about it in terms of their peers trying to figure out, you know, they're going to have to get a job and they're going to have to make a living, but what can they do and how can they adapt the education that they're having now to their activism?
0: You see, we might not be able to be an activist any longer.
3: What a load of rubbish. Sorry, They, they worried about having children. So basically, yeah, all these, all this re-educating of children and yeah they're all they all speak about the climate no matter what age they are now and they're worried about it and the carbon footprint which that's going to be used and abused and shoved down your throat and used as an excuse to change the social system or they're trying to um it's it's rubbish i mean the geoengineering we know it's just the biggest robbery since well the previous robbery and the one before that whether it is fuel recycling anything else that you want to go through but peers we've talked about peers peers just mean what academia and bureaucracy is shoving at you nothing else there is no um science behind it at all no true science because one the nice thing about science is 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 that true science is where you find You think you found the truth about something and that truth may stand until somebody actually not disqualifies it, but finds the next truth or whether it's not quite debunked, but it's, that's the stepping stone to the next one. It's a continual open platform. You've had three years of no open platform and that's it. There has been no science talked about whatsoever in any direction, um, uh, science has been used and abused so much over the last few years to further personal power, I should say, within structures, whether it's corporate, especially within those criminal organisations like the UN, the WHO, etc., etc., etc. It's it's endless. I mean, they say we have the science. Excuse me, we'll talk about it. Nobody wants to discuss anything. Because it would get debunked and they'd have to put their cards on the table. And that is where it falls. That's where the whole, you know, house of cards comes down because they have no proof. And it's at the expense of people. Whatever they come out with, the people, this is what gets me. The people are paying the price. And it is the people who give the tax dollars, the tax pounds, the tax euros. If the people weren't there, it wouldn't be there play with in the first place so that's what the people should understand you have got quite a lot of power if you were prepared to use it sorry i was rambling on again
0: no, no, no! Don't don't apologize. I wanted to. I wanted you to make your point, and I'm glad you actually went down that road and you made that point. We've been watching what's going on in in cities like Oxford, where they're doing the uh, the 15 minute city, and we've been watching yeah. the the pushback there. Uh, London is to well, and, and all the boroughs of that are to become 15 minute uh, cities. And uh, I
3: uh, oh yeah, was? that ULEZ as
0: well. Is it ULEZ? I I I don't know. Ultra low. Emission zone. Oh, is that London. what they call? It? I didn't know all the of- the acronym for that. Okay, all right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's where you know that idiot Sadiq Khan. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a zero all, emission. All these boroughs. Yeah, yeah. all these yeah. boroughs. He's trying to extend it all the way over. Yeah. Even his own people. He's going out doing the same. You know, like in America, they say, "Oh, it's all right wingness," and it's all the how many different yeah, names yeah, they've yeah. got for the opposition. Sure. sure. He's yeah. saying, "Oh, it's all right wingness," and uh, but it's its own party members. It's is it. The thing is, people, it doesn't matter what these politicians call you, right? Whether it's right-wing, left-wing, whatever. You have a vote, right? It doesn't matter whether you're right-wing, left-wing. You are a constituent. Your vote counts. So if you actually say no, it's bloody well no. And that's what you need to stick to. Just because he or somebody tars you with a brush, you know, with a different name, that is still your vote. I mean, you could go up to him and go... So you called me a right wing, but well, I don't believe in it, but it's still my vote. So Sadiq, bugger off. We don't want any of this. And that goes for all politicians. And That's what people should think. Don't worry about what they call you. Your vote is your vote.
0: Sorry. Again, he's apologizing. That's twice now. And I expect a third or even fourth by the time we finish. <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. It doesn't matter what they call you. And to be fair, they're not consulting Anybody, any of the local councils that are doing this, they're not consulting anybody. As a matter of fact, the head of the council in in Oxfordshire County said, "Look, we're going to have that 15 minute city. We don't care." I'm sorry, it was the mayor of Oxford. I'm sorry, no, it was the it was the mayor of Oxford who said, "We're going to have that, and we really don't care what the people say. We're going to do it." This mm. is exactly what's happening, and this is a this is a um, uh, this is a council meeting in uh, uh, Norfolk County. Do I have that right, Norfolk? I I believe I believe what in the U.S. we say Nelson's
3: County they call it yeah I I don't know
0: I'm I'm pretty sure that's where this is from I'm sorry if I if I get it wrong uh, but this gentleman will state yeah this gentleman will state uh, where it is but this is a a council meeting a couple of nights ago where they actually the the townspeople went out and confronted the woman who represents their constituents, uh, constituency. Listen to this.
2: County Council, you, you, you made a decision on our behalf to vote in favor of a 20-minute neighborhood uh, plan for the County of Norfolk. Since then, we found out that Thetford, along with Attleboro and Rackheath, are to be considered for Trial Town's for said program. What gave you the right to vote for me about an issue which is going to dramatically affect <laughs> Why did you think that that was okay to vote on our behalf without a public meeting, no, no, no. without consultation, or without any any evidence being put before us as to how that's going to affect and detriment our lives, which it will? I'm really pleased that you've used the word evidence. Okay. Because if you refer back to the motion that you're referring to, okay. it said to explore and understand so that we can collate the information and go, is it a good idea or not a good idea? Oh. Oh. No. Oh. No, it's no, it's no. No. It's no, no. no. no, no, no. Listen, listen, it doesn't matter about the evidence, the mere suggestion that we should have our lives, it doesn't matter what evidence you collate, collude, or gain together at a later date, you should have, as a town mayor, as a town person, in your biography, you talk about, I'm passionate about Thetford, well I've got to be honest, there's a lot of people here tonight that are pretty concerned as to why you're making decisions on their behalf without consultation, and I'm one of them, With that in mind, let me tell you now: I don't consent. I don't need your help. Now, bearing in mind, you've got an election coming up on the fourth of May. Okay, we've removed that consent. We will do our best to make sure that you don't get in because without you're there as a councillor, you're there for us. Okay, you operate for us. All residents' views. You work for us. all residents yeah all so residents so, who, so did who did you ask Where who did you ask who did you consult me? there is no con- <laughs> we are going to <laughs> into that laboratory consultation phase well you should have abstained and said well hang on a, a second, second until i get we further information i bet you even go compare for car insurance i bet you don't take the first quote the first quote from the council. You follow suit, you've swung with the tide. That's not good enough for us as a councillor. We want you to work for us. As a tech we want you to work for us. You go back Absolutely Tell
0: no way. No. I do apologize for the audio, but uh it was worth playing.
3: Oh yeah. Definitely. He's right. Well, in fact, not just him, he was the vocal point of all those people behind him, because uh there were quite a few people there and they oh, yeah. were quite upset. Yeah. yeah. And fifteen minutes. Cities, 15 minute towns are not going to work and the people will not have them at all. It's going to cause chaos. It's going to cause riots. It is just going to be crazy. And yeah, no, they got it right. I don't think she'll be in office.
0: No, if she's got an election coming up on, I believe he said the 4th of May, then and she's already voted for that. You, you heard. And so I'd say if the consensus is what was going on at that that confrontation she's finished that would be my guess
3: yeah yeah she actually stood up and got vocal against them at the end as if it's me and you so she actually showed her position in true colors what she should have done if she was honest you know and was good at her job she should have said point taken i shall go back and represent you that's all she had to say i will hold this i will stand against this if that's what you want me to do but she wasn't there to say that So it's simple, she was, she, she failed. She failed. She showed the true colors. Simple as that. And it is a them and us and it is a them and us. And if that one group is speaking up more and more, will have to speak up. Simple as that. Go ahead. Take the point. Get out there. People care. And it's not just the 15 minute city. That is just the title. That's the thing of the moment. It's your education system as well. It's how they, um, word things, um, cuz I say that something annoyed me I had a letter just just one thing uh, yeah no 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 it's, say it is how they do words like there's a letter from a school and basically it is um I see schools as things now obviously because I have a daughter at school and she's about to go through her mock exams and GCSEs and stuff and I see them as they're there and they do break up that family cohesion or they seem to they seem to be used as a tool for that now the school right published a date for the return from, say, Easter holidays coming up. And it's how they word things that's really annoying me because this letter got put out and it says, pupils will return to school. Will? Hmm? Shouldn't it be are required? Who's in charge of your children? It should be are required. After the Easter holidays, on Tuesday the 18th of April, not Wednesday the 19th as previously stated, we apologise for any misconvenience we have caused. If you have made any former plans which cannot be easily changed, i.e., you know, we booked a holiday, and which would mean that your child cannot attend school on Tuesday the 18th of April, please contact us, and this is the bit I like, and we will work with you to find a solution that is acceptable to both the school and your family. Acceptable? No. I will inform you that because you said the 19th, I'm on holiday and I will see you on the 19th. (laughs) Not, oh, I'm going to bin my holiday because my child should be back on the 18th. Sorry no waste of a letter but it actually says you think you have the power of whatever bye bye I actually picked the paper up threw it away and then went no that is weaponized words and that is how things are and it's don't get me wrong it's a good school but that was silly as far as I'm concerned that was silly you actually don't you know you don't hold the whip against the parents that is just not the way it's done That is how you break things up. You know what I mean? Because can you imagine it? How many parents that are in a rush that probably had this by email haven't looked at it or it's behind 200 further emails and then they come home and the first thing they hear is that their child comes bustling in tears giving it, we can't go on holiday because we've got to be back by such and such a date, you know, at school. We're going to have to cancel, you know, they might be getting ribbed or whatever by other kids. The whole system is broken. The school stands back; it's there to educate the children and to work with the families and the kids, and they do in many respects. But that, to me, was wrong, and it was just a, a bureaucratic point that somebody decided they needed to write in the wrong manner. But a lot of people will crumble under that, and that's where it, uh, that, that's the wrongness of it all. There you go. I'm not going to say it. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> My buddies actually in school would have been like uh, lucky. Like if, if I told them I was going to on the holiday or something and and I was going to miss that day, they'd be like, man, wish my family was going out or something like it would. It would be, a, you know, Yeehaw, missing school day. was a bonus, you know,
0: <laughs> we were cheering oh, yeah, when there were snow days. and We didn't have to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, like, know. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, I, I go. I, I've talked about this before, but I, I think back to the time that I was in school and I'm like. What a waste of time. What an absolute waste of time. I'm not no. saying that it was all, yeah, for me it was. It was a complete waste of time. I learned the basics of reading and writing, obviously comprehension, basic mathematics. Outside of that? Outside of that and of course, you know, socializing with with everybody. Outside of that? I don't have any practical knowledge that I learned within the American education system that I've actually
3: used in life. I agree. That is the problem. I the reason I benefited was I'd finished my schooling by the mid-70s, stroke 76. That's when the system started to fall to pieces. Because we had I, I mean, circumstances worked because you had people trying to break up the system then. You had the public schools where the labor party in this country were closing a lot of grammar schools down so you had an excess of teachers that were passionate about their subjects they knew them inside out and they just loved to teach so they went into the system so they went into the system where you had from the private schools to the public schools such as what they used to call secondary modern and you know secondary schools so you had these influx of teachers which then got all these children interested Because they loved the subject, you know. And I went to an all-boys school and there was, um, you could say a white minority there, but um, in the middle of London. But I tell you what, it energised the children and it was brilliant, you know. And you felt like you could bounce out and go into life. And that was because of circumstances and I benefited from them. But that stuck in my head that I was lucky. Those were some really informative years. Although the school had a lot of thugs and idiots in it as well. But no, they were, they were, there were some amazing people there. And that is what the system needs. And the system has broken that. The system is dragged that away from it. It's, it's, it's sad, really.
4: It's worse now. Here in the United States, it's worse now. We, we actually have students that are unable to read, quite literally unable to read. They failed the reading exams. Um, not... Not a there. They have like uh, too low of scores, but literally
3: zero. They cannot read. Where do the parents come into it?
0: Well, that also uh, plays into another problem: is you've had the destruction of the nuclear family over the last yeah uh,
3: fifty generations years. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I suppose no... to some to some degree. See, this is what um, <laughs> I've even been asked it by my daughter. Yeah, because um, I had her quite late in life. She said, Dad, when you get old, you're not supposed to be able to absorb subjects and you know stuff like that. It's supposed to take longer to learn. But I'm sitting down quite happily going through any subject she wants because I think that's a load of bunk to run the system down. If you're interested in something, those neurons are gonna fire off. If you pick something up because and you know you need to learn something, or you want to converse with somebody about something and you want a foundation, even if it's to stop you looking too stupid, for God's sake, if if you think about it, how many people in the old days, like if one of their offspring, whether it's a boy or girl, met another boy or girl, and they had to meet that other child's family, and they knew that that family was in a knowledgeable about something, and you were all going to go around and sit around the table, wouldn't you like to be able to speak at the same level so you'd find something out? You would go out and find it out. It just makes common sense. Otherwise, you wouldn't meet them, and you'd worry about whatever. Common sense is required with intelligence, and it's been kicked out the left ear roll. It really has, and people have forgotten about the simplest ways of actually bettering yourself and it isn't, it isn't a hard thing to do.
0: No, it isn't. And I, I mean, I've been saying from the start of this thing, as things have gotten more complex over the last, I I don't even want to say the last three years, all right? The last three years, I mean, today's the anniversary of that, or at least the day that this is going to air. I, I don't even want to say the last three years. I, that, that, is, that is building a, a system of, like we're sitting here talking about, like the, with the 15-minute cities and stuff, we're going to get into like digital currencies and stuff here in just a minute. But they're creating more complexity on top of something that's already complex. And to your point, it's not supposed to be this hard, No, as in the, the way that we go through life, the way that we uh, establish ourselves, the way that we maintain ourselves, the way that we uh, decide if we're going to sit down, we're going to have a family, we're going to raise our children, we're going to educate our children, we're going to uh, go through life, and we're, we're going to plan things. It's not supposed to be this difficult. It's not supposed to be this complex.
3: Yeah, it's quite simple, isn't it? How can, it is. How How can a ch- child learn to grow up with respect and learn to be proud of themselves and those around them when they've probably got parents that don't feel proud of themselves because they don't feel they come up to standard because they've been knocked so many times. You know what I mean? I feel for them. I really do feel for them. The loss of self-respect, the loss of ability, the simple way of the Western um, economy culture is that when you become of age when you've gone through schooling you should be able to step out of doors get a job of a fundamental nature weather and afford somewhere to live and food yeah and work from there that is the fundamental thing that keeps society turning because they've broken that structure due to greed and they want and they want control they've broken the whole of that structure themselves. That was what kept the balance, because it meant people strived. For, they knew they could go. Yeah, there's a point to everything here, and this is where I start. I get away from God. I can't wait. You know, a lot, a lot. When you're a teenager or when you you're a young adult, you want to break away from home, and when. Because it's so stifling in some respect when you're a teenager, not until you've actually broken away from it and you've actually uh, got a job and you managed to sustain your own fundamental lifestyle as is or what happens then. Within that six months, you go back and I'll say, they they notice the change in you. They notice the difference in you. You've taken a step into the outer world. They're not allowing that. They're not allowing that fundamental thing that you need to do, that thing, that proper step into adulthood, that 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 step where you have that ability to be proud of yourself and other people to be proud of you and wow. And then you come back to your own home within the first six months and you're then meeting them on the same level, whereas they can't break the apron strings in many cases here. You know what I mean? So there's so much simple structure there. That is required, and they've totally broken it due to greed and want and need. And it, yeah, that's what people should have in society because you guys don't forget it's your money, your taxpayers' money, that funds all this governmental establishment and everything. It's your money that it's all based on. It's our governments, our, our politicians are all paid out of taxpayers' money. It's the money you earn. So don't you think you should have some, at least some measure of enjoyment out of it? You know.
0: Well, with that I'm being still said, not gonna say that word again. With that discussion kind of rolling us right into, or with that statement kind of rolling us right into the next subject, they're not going to need mm. to worry about your money anymore, are they? Because they're going to, they're really going to try this. They're, they're going to implement this digital currency. They're going to try at least. And I, I was talking to somebody a few months ago. I said, you know what? It's not going to work, but they're going to try it. I, I Nonetheless, I think they're going to try it. Now, I don't know exactly how, but we've got some bank failures today. We've got the Silicon Valley Bank that's gone into receivership, and the FDIC has said, well, you know, um, almost 98% of these accounts have more than what we insure, so you're not entitled to anything. So sorry about that. They've halted well, trading.
3: The minimum. Yeah. They, they, minimum, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. They've halted trading as of right now. They've halted trading on the Western Alliance Bank Corp because people are starting to run on that bank. So because of <clears throat> volatility, they've had to pause trading on that. Quite frankly, I don't think that should be allowed. I don't know when we started that, but that shouldn't be allowed. If company's gonna go, then it needs to go because it probably shouldn't be there in the first place. You have that taking place. You've got the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, who's come out, who was in Ukraine last week, by the way, shaking hands with Zelensky, said that, you know, if you people in the house, US House of Representatives, if you don't get this debt ceiling nonsense together, then the US is going to economically collapse. Bruce, you would said in prep that it doesn't matter really doesn't matter. And I'm inclined to agree with you. It doesn't matter because they, first of all, they want to destroy the system anyway. You have to destroy the system in order to bring in a digital currency. Second, the U.S. is going to collapse economically under the weight of its own debt anyway. We're what? Thir- are we 30? Are we over 30 trillion now? Are we like 32 trillion in the hole? Well, officially. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's much higher than that because oh, of it's all much the higher other bailouts yeah, yeah. that we've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: And so like mathematically, mathematically, the dollar cannot survive mathematically the euro can't survive with this out of control money printing it just can't
4: well we we even talked about it um off off recording we were talking about uh how much gold is actually in uh fort knox here yeah and how much is we can't audit that that's true we can't audit that so but supposedly i'm being generous here and saying it's about one trillion dollars worth of gold now it was less than that, but I've heard uh, we've bought some more here recently, so that number is even higher. But uh, we have four trillion dollars cash flowing around the world, and only one trillion dollars worth of gold in our
0: reserve. How does our that work? GDP is twenty. I believe our GDP is twenty-two trillion. I believe that's our our GDP, and the national debt is thirty. It's over thirty trillion.
3: This is this has just got. This has started. The runaway runaway train started. Well, you can't say that now because we've had so
0: many train wrecks in,
3: <laughs> in the yeah. US, no, this the, this big train wreck started in two thousand and eight. Yeah, That's well, actually, it started before uh, that. It started. Yeah, we that. know, but the, but yeah. that was one of the major peaks was when they really started to make a mistake. And that is when, yes, people, it was your taxpayers' money that bailed them out and they used and they lied and they did everything else. And that's when you started to see. And that is when some people started to open their eyes. Finally, I knew before that that my mortgage was going to be paid off and I would work whatever to pay my mortgage off. I mean, bless her up. said, shall we emigrate or have a child? And I said, what well, if you want? And she said, have a child. I said, the condition, pay the mortgage off by the time she's four. Why? Because the shit's going to hit the fan. And the thing was, I said, you're going to have a false recession. And it was. It was the false recession. So the assets stayed stable. The people took pay drops. So you got that gap opening wider. So And then when you come out of it, the people with the assets still have it. And the people at the bottom, and then they made the people at the bottom bail everybody out. That was the biggest telling situation where they're coming after everything. And that is, to me, the biggest focal point where it really did start. And at that time, you even had the odd one or two economists who said, you've got basically the world um, trade at the time was 30 trillion-ish. But you had two bubbles of debt. You had semi-permanent debt and permanent debt, right? Which were out there like your credit cards and everything else. And that was in the hundred, two hundred trillions already. And that was back then. The ethereal debt at that time was ridiculous. And it has only got worse. And they're openly chucking it left, right, and center now. And they're just, I mean, it is Pure chaos. I mean, there's no answer to it here. It is just chaos. They are just well, creating. Well,
0: there is an answer. There, there is an answer. Uh, and the the answer. Well, I think, quite frankly, I mean, I, I think you can mitigate the collapse uh, to an extent. I'm not saying that you can fully stop it, but you could if we had the inclination to actually do this. Bearing in mind that we have people that don't want to do this, but if you actually had people within the system that come out and admit what's actually happening and what people are going to have to do in order to get past this. But they can't do that. They they cannot do that for two reasons. One, because you can't have the digital ID, the digital wallet, the, the digital currency, whatever, right? You can't have that. You couldn't have the 15-minute cities. You couldn't have the ESGs. You couldn't have climate change. And you couldn't have uh, the, the complete, complete the vertical else. integration of everything. Well, you you couldn't have that. But then then on top of that, you would have absolute chaos. They would lose control if they actually told people what was going on and how much of a um, uh, of a cut they're going to have to take in their standard of living.
3: They're going to come out and do it in their own silly little way. Gonna, that's All just it. Sudden,
0: they're going to do it yeah. in their own silly way and say, oh, we don't know what happened, but you're going to yeah. have to take this in order this to is, fix it.
3: This is the cure. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. And we're going to do our best. And if they come out with that horrible statement, we're going to learn from our mistakes.
0: Uh, (laughs) learn from our mistakes you want to see what their mistake is i've got it right here this is a few minutes but this will be your life if you allow them to continue
1: hello everyone meet lucy student in psychology and me her digital ID wallet issued by the government to offer a wide range of identity services. In fact, I'm a handy way of proving and protecting her identity both online and face-to-face. Let's have a closer look at what I can do. I can help governments to better communicate with citizens. Right now, I'm reminding Lucy of the appointment she needs to schedule for her mandatory vaccination. Time to go to her exam. Lucy is a bit stressed out. I'm here to make it easy for her to prove she is the right candidate, with a quick and secure connection between her phone and the examiner's. Exam passed successfully. Quick stop at the doctor's before celebrating, and no time to lose. On the way, Lucy uses me to declare her passport lost. She needs it for her upcoming road trip. No issue. She can request an emergency digital passport without having to go to the authority office. I make official admin a lot smoother. And that's not all. I can also help Lucy request a birth certificate, pay her taxes, or prove who she is when onboarding to new services, such as opening a bank account. I allow Lucy to certify her healthcare coverage entitlement. She's able to decide whether to authorize the doctor to access her medical records or not, ensuring her control over her personal data. Lucy needs one more thing before being all set for her trip to Australia, renting a car. I help her share her driver's license credentials online so that she doesn't have to wait hours in a queue to collect the car when she gets to Brisbane. The rental company benefits from secure and accurate information and Lucy from a smooth experience. Lucy's friends are waiting for her inside the bar to allow her to get in. I simply generate a QR code that proves Lucy is old enough so she doesn't have to share all her ID details with the bar staff. So yes, I'm Lucy's best companion. I protect her identity and official credentials wherever she goes. I provide secured access to public and private services and allow her to have full control over her data privacy. In other words, I give the right access to the right data to the right person. I am also trusted by governments to best support country's digital transformation fight against id fraud and deliver smooth public services i am the Talis digital id wallet
3: and there you have it so if you replace the word allow with restrict about the same really isn't it more or less yeah here's my question what if i don't want any of that exactly you're entitled to not in that you're entitled to it by your constitution to not have to put up with that that's why you've got to make sure that little piece of paper survives
4: doesn't matter. They're going to do it without the government. You can do all of this on the corporate stage and they don't have to follow the constitution based on current um uh what what what's it called? uh previous rulings, um precedents. Yeah. Well, well I think
0: if you if you look at <laughs> if you look at what the EU is doing they're already doing it but it's not being done to the citizens per se it's on the books to do to the citizens but they're saying we're going to do this to businesses that want to do any kind of business within the European Union so and so that's who, going to be the standard one question was who has all your data well that trusted company and they're trusted by governments
3: D- didn't you hear so the thing is the corporate sector has all your information. The corporate sector is a money-making machine. So the corporate sector will have your data and your doctor will have what medical data they send him. No, it's not really open for corruption and manipulation at all, is it really?
0: No, not at all. And I can't see any way of that system ever being breached. Can you? I mean, every time you see one of these videos, they're all the same, whether it's that or it's some piece of concocted garbage put out by the World Economic Forum or whatever, any of these nonsense organizations. Anytime you see one of these videos put out by the United Nations or any of these corporate companies, all of them are flawless. Have you noticed that? None of them have any flaws in their planning whatsoever. And when it all goes wrong, they say, well, um." We've recognized our opportunities, and we're going to uh, make those corrections, and we're
3: going to be... Learn from this experience.
0: Yeah, well, it, they don't exactly say that because they don't actually learn anything. They just say, we're going to um, change directions going forward.
3: Yeah. Well, we've tried. This will try something else. It's like, trying Until- to, it's like trying
0: to shove a square peg in
3: a round hole. Yeah. Some of them need those square picks. <laughs> oh, oh, they, they need their ears
4: boxed is what they need, these idiots. To be fair, they're saying they're going to use a... They're going to use the... um uh, What's it called? Blockchain. They're, that's what they claim they're going to use, is a centralized blockchain the government runs. So that's their
3: solution to security. You know, they don't actually understand that properly, the blockchain. They don't, they don't understand, the, do how understand how to wipe that. their
0: own backsides, my friend.
3: There's a lot... that That blockchain is quite um, a convoluted piece of kit and there's not that many people that really know No, exactly
0: that's 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 a fair point too. And that's that's a point that I brought up about this digital currency garbage because that's make no mistake, that's exactly what it is. They're going to treat it just like cryptocurrency. That's how they're going to treat it. And here's the thing about cryptocurrency. You can argue whether crypto was good or bad or whatever, if it worked for you, if it didn't work for you, whatever. I I don't know. I'm not here to debate that point. But the thing about cryptocurrency was you and you have to to keep this in mind cryptocurrency, let's think about that for just a second. Only about a billion people on this planet even know what it is. And less than that, I would say not. you'd be lucky if you had 50% of that number. So half a billion people, 500 million at most maybe, understand and it been, and actually and, know how to use it.
3: And the system of people that originally said it's got a lot easier now but originally said and the companies that you had to jump hoop through and give id through and everything else it was open and it was really a money laundering thing in many respects and it was really abused and can be abused and the problem with digital anything is it can just be edited deleted, changed, messed around, and it doesn't take much. You will have... Well, that is... There is no control. The first thing someone's got to think is, hang on, if everything I have is digitally cent- centred and controlled by someone else, I don't have any control whatsoever? Well, you don't. If you shove it through that into the digital world, the basic format for digitization is... There is no privacy. As soon as you put your fingers to keyboards, no matter what encryption you have, unless it's of a really high level and you know what you're doing, whatever information you go, especially on social media or anywhere, it's out there. It is all out there. And if you want to step to another level and talk about the dark web, well, that's another kettle of fish, people. And that thing will always be in existence as well. There are several levels of this digital nightmare waiting to explode and slap you back in your face and the more barriers you could physical barriers you could put between you and it the more simplified and controllable your own life will be and that that's the answer to it all you just do not you don't need to go over that digital cliff because you will well I don't know I mean the, the, I can't even try to make someone understand exactly what you'll be giving up To the people that say, well, you know, I've got credit cards, I'm on social media now, whatever. No, that's nothing compared to what you would be doing. You will just be told whatever little freedoms you think you might have now, they'll rip the humor out of your life. I can guarantee it. It It's like what has happened over the last three years. There's been a lot of pain and mental cruelty and everything on all levels. And people are waking up to it. And governments and corporations are very blasé about what they've caused. As if you don't count, as if the ordinary people don't count already. Yeah, and you will accept it. I will accept it. Anybody will accept it. The everyday person will just do as they're told. And you can shout and scream as much as you want. And if you think you're six foot six and hard as nails, sorry. You're a wet rag if you keep going on forward to this. You are, might as well be a wet paper bag, actually. You know, as much use to nothing. Because they are coming for everything, yeah? This isn't a conspiracy theory. And that's what's breaking everything. The simplicity of life needs to be reasserted. So you have the basics. And that's what you build life on. And if it's not there, society crumbles. And it has crumbled in the last decade easily. And it's sped up in the last three years, you know, and yeah. I actually we, think that we, they've been
0: trying to cram the last 10 years into the last three. three. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I honestly believe that they're trying to cram the next 30 years into the next 10.
3: Oh, so it's going to be, oh, hang on. Not 2050. It's going to be 2030. <laughs> Bring it right forward. And 2030 is going to be 2023. It's here already. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It wouldn't surprise me, but it, you you can't do that. Uh, well, I'm not saying you can't, I'm just saying they've overstepped the mark. It's just madness at the moment, it's just, it is just madness. And everything's teetering. The the analogy of a decadent That's society... They want it, huh?
4: That's the way they want it, though. They want it to be teetering. Because if it's teetering, then they can uh, propose the solutions. You know,
3: the if it collapses, collapses, they're going to their little house of cards will will come down and you will get a polarized world. You will get a polarized world with two
0: factions. I I think we're going to end up with that regardless. I think we're going to end up with that regardless, no matter which way this goes, because and I I can't I hate doing this because it's almost like we're building this up. But I need time. We need time to dissect this and, and to to go with the angle that we're that we're thinking that this is. Oh, it's I, very complicated. I can't, it, it is complicated, and there's a lot to it. And I just, I, I don't want to go down that road until we have documented evidence that gives us a paper trail that we can lead people to so they can decide for themselves. And so well, the we need to p- do our research first. I, I'm trying yeah, the big, and to give no, people I, an I, idea, I, to, to give people an idea just so people understand. And I'm, I'm not just talking like this because there's a lot that we've found out in the last, I don't know, uh, two to three weeks and we literally need to take the last 75 years and cram it into our heads somehow in the next few weeks so it's going to take us a minute sorry it's it's just now i'm gonna apologize it's it's gonna take us a
3: minute The, the trouble is the trouble is yeah we we know it's been going on a long time and it's actually finding what you'd say your paper trail is and everything but it is we've still got to look and try and second guess their moves as well because yeah that's
0: part of it that's that's part of it we have to understand I, yeah, the origins of it first though we have to understand what's what's going on and who's involved in in how well in order to understand
3: point, a pivotal point at the moment is going to be africa i know that
0: that is part of it and south america as yeah.
3: well it's it's massive like you said the two those two continents that they, they are going to be two massive piv- pivotal points because If you look at the polarised world, as it is at the moment, those two structures are seen as up for grabs and a point to be manipulated. And I actually feel sorry for that because in some respects they've always kept Africa that way and it's about time they woke up as well. I mean, I do believe Macron was over there the other day and he got a verbal slap, didn't he? he Not only did he get a ago. verbal
0: slap, they were trying to physically slap him and yeah. Uh, they, yeah, the, the people that were trying to do that got manhandled.
3: Mm. He, 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 the, cheek, the cheek of going over there, I was seriously amazed that he even attempted that. Well, no, you got to think. I mean,
0: you got to think in the election. Look at the colonies. He lost all of them in a landslide. When? you got to set on you, son, if you're going to go showing your face into those places. I got to wake, don't think they've so. They've
3: got to wake up and they've got to kick gates out of there. They've got to kick gates out of Africa. They've got to have the backbone to tell that horrible little to go away
0: well here's the thing if you kick gates out of africa then that's this that's essentially that he's the point man for the ccp to be in there so point man for a lot of things he i understand but more specifically more to the point he is not to use the pun but like that's his biggest business partners the the chinese communist party so Mm -hmm. if he's in there promoting the agenda with his foundation that they use as a front Along with the World Health Organization, that's owned by those two, then he needs kicking out. He needs. Well, you're gonna out. have to that kick someone, both of them out. You're gonna have to kick yeah, both of them out.
3: You get you get him out of there. If somebody has the neck to kick that voice and that frontman out of Africa, people should follow. He should not be allowed, and that includes corporations and everything else. They should be allowed. They should be just totally. You're not allowed in this country. You're not allowed to actually have your business here. You're not allowed to do anything. In fact, if you can sanction Russia, if you can sanction governments, freeze that man's assets, money, and redistribute it where it's needed. Simple as that. Just take it back and say, you're not allowed here, Mr Gates. You're not allowed in this world. Have you bought a bit of land which is under no country's jurisdiction? You better go find it.
0: Interesting point to that. Uh, I I actually heard yesterday that uh, the Obamas, you know, Bruce, you you know how the Obamas they they like their houses. They they like to to purchase real estate, especially especially mm-hmm. oceanfront property because sea levels are rising. They really love their um uh, their properties. Apparently, they just bought a residence in the United Arab Emirates. Interesting. That is interesting. Dubai? Yeah, Dubai, in Dubai actually. Yeah, it was in Dubai. Uh, and interesting thing about. Yeah, yeah. It, well, the, the interesting thing about that is, is that though we are dear friends with the uh, the Emirates, we also have a uh, a non-extradition pact with them.
3: What you mean when the penny
0: drops? If the penny drops and something goes the way that they don't want it to, I'm sure that they're going to be looking for a place to run to.
3: Obama, Obama pushed some horrible things through while he, he was did. in office. Yeah. yeah. And people got to realize that he was not a nice person. And the ones that followed after him, haven't been either although you, you had a short period of balance within the US monetary wise and even the world took a breath while Trump was in there and the war stopped and everything else because it did it was like having a breather and then it and sorry and then the the Biden the Biden mafia got in well i it. would
0: argue this is this whole administration is being quarterbacked by the obamas but you know
3: oh he's been behind it at all because he's yeah. been vocal he's been very vocal about it he's been back at the white even house it, and did, yeah, even, did, have even, you seen it, even, the
0: videos of him back at the white house it's like the the return
3: of the prodigal son yeah but he's never left it no, this he is has, what gets me no. it, it it it's like a whole movement and they're all there's all this horrible hellish goo that connects the lot of them and they are they just they're not like parasites just sucking the life out of humanity. They need to go.
0: Well, I think more importantly is uh, then don't get me wrong that that is a problem. I mean we've got We've got a boatload of corruption within our systems. There is no doubt about that. but we kind of ignore the uh, the actual festering rot as in like the core of this problem. It's kind of like this um, this deal down on the u.s. southern border with the uh, the drug cartels and everything. I mean, okay, we're, we're going to fight the drug cartels. Let, let's just say, for the sake of argument, we do what Lindsey Graham suggested, right? We send the U.S. military in to fight the drug cartels. And I'm not really against that, to be fair. That is a problem. But we're not actually fixing the problem behind the drug cartels, are we? We're not fixing the issues of who's actually in business with them. We're not fixing the issues of where that, uh, that fentanyl of that level of purity is coming from, we're not fixing that problem. It's not coming from South America. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but nobody wants to address that problem.
3: Yeah, what is it? 52,000 pounds in weight of that stuff was found on a Chinese ship, wasn't it? I'm surprised
0: that was all of it. And that was that probably was just Me- one
3: ship. That, that that was in Mexico. Yeah, that was on one in one container. It was
0: probably. I would assume that's probably Tijuana because they actually the Chinese went in and bought the port in Tijuana, which we didn't know that until about a month ago. Well, there you go. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, you're talking <laughs> and, last uh, week about Tang ting, ting Do. I'm, I'm, I'm that's coming from Tang <laughs> Ting,
3: China. Uh, no, ting Ting Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, it's just it, it it's mad, isn't it? It is just yeah. Really, really crazy. You couldn't write this. I mean, this is a bestseller of the darkest dystopian novel out. And Did you hear you Woody know,
0: Harrelson last week? You know the actor Woody Harrelson. Did you hear yes, him last yes. week on on yes, Saturday yes. Night Live?
3: He was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> personally, personally, he was he was well up there. But yeah, well, it's nice to actually see that. But then once again, all of a sudden, you get the odd comedian or come out with something and everything is suspect to me now everything is just like having one massive wall and there's so many breaks in this jigsaw and you're trying to put it together on a a weekly basis and then just seeing where it leads because this jigsaw stays open and where the end game is—it's just I. Well, I love how you say a jigsaw. Not.
0: I love how you say a jigsaw because where we've been up to this point, we thought we were putting things together pretty well, and I, I think that we have no. to be fair. But there's
3: you see parts of it, but not all of it. No oh, way. I know.
0: I know. Like I said, we're in the process of trying to cram seventy-five years worth of documented facts in that we didn't even realize existed. So to take your point to putting a jigsaw puzzle together, like our entire table that the puzzle was on just got flipped over. So we gotta start yeah. all over again.
3: But that's how it plays out. It, it's, the, they've, they flipped it every decade. They found something else, another move, another change. Every decade is like either recycling the same idea in a different way and just putting a different heading on it and it's kept everything flowing in one increasing stupid direction because there's nothing good coming out of this, nothing good whatsoever. This is, you see, the biggest problem is it's old industry, it's old thinking, it's not meant for what man is capable of now. We we, we should be doing greater things than just fighting over the backyard and dumbing the people down and treading all over each other. Uh, th- we should be beyond this. It's, I, I'm sorry, th- th- this is still playground crap. bullying playground crap it's about time we opened the school gates and grew up
0: a bit well in order to do that my friend then first you're going to have to get people to recognize slap what the bully the pro- well you're gonna have to slap the bully but you're gonna have to get people to recognize what the actual problem is
3: well yeah well it's, it's the playground the way it was that everybody wants to avoid being pointed at being seen by the bully or whatever and oh, the bully can continue on
0: the bully's but, doing the name calling. if you if you point them out that's the problem and people are afraid you know i'm not afraid i'm not afraid you're not afraid we're not afraid i don't care call me whatever the hell you want i i think that's just i I think that's childish and ridiculous
3: you know and quite frankly i don't have time for that this is why i tried to say earlier it doesn't matter what they politically call you your vote counts your vote counts people and it's your money and just like that chat that stood up against the council office yep your vote counts get up there If you believe in something and there must be a thousand and one things that are making people's life miserable, you just get up there and shout back and start there. Yeah, got to do it. And until the people move in numbers, this is when they get frightened.
0: You got it. And what is one thing that they fear above everything else? Exposure. That's all you need. You don't need money to fight these people. You just need to cast light on them, and they'll run like cockroaches. That's what they do. All right, we're going to go ahead and call this one done. Ned, I'd like to thank you for being here today. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't
3: it? Why well, I, I still feel like I haven't managed to speak about much, really. <laughs> so well, much I tell upset. you what,
0: I tell you what. If you have another point you'd like to make, we can we can extend it a little. bit.
3: No, 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 no. I've I've got a few things that I need to. I've always got something about climate, and I've always got something about COVID. Okay. And as well, always, I, I those mean, are I'd those to- are. Yeah,
0: like rolling to topics that just kind of continue
3: yeah, on there's every day horrible stuff and stupid stuff out there and um i might butt in sometime during the week if you get bored.
0: that's fine no that'd, that'd be great that'd be great stay safe people and we'll see you next week bruce i'd like to thank you for being here today Ned, i'd like to thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening